DJs. Welcome back to the Johns Hopkins Newsletter Podcast for another episode. I'm Harrison Rosenblum. We at the newsletter are excited to share the ins and outs of Hopkins with you. From recaps of pressing Hopkins news, interviews with notable community figures, to peeks into daily student life, make sure you tune in every other Thursday. Recaps. Hopkins launches inaugural semester in D.C. program. The university launched its inaugural Hopkins Semester in D.C. program this semester. Hopkins students can take classes at the university's School of Advanced International Studies, or SAIS, located at the new Johns Hopkins University Bloomberg Center at 555 Pennsylvania Avenue, the Hopkins Bloomberg Center, in the nation's capital. This semester's theme is Policy and International Studies. Isabella Juve, a sophomore participating in the program, described her reasons for participation in an email to the newsletter. I am able to design my own research project and take courses with renowned faculty while working in my dream internship with U.S. Congressman Sarbanes' office. The curriculum is a blend of experiential-based learning and coursework. Coursework includes a research seminar and a global history course, and students are also expected to conduct independent research. Hopkins semester in D.C. will continue to be available for undergraduate students in the 2024 fall semester and has a cap of 15 students. Other semester abroad programs are also currently being explored. The program in Film and Media Studies is planning a Hopkins semester in L.A., where students will be able to get involved in industry internships and alumni mentorship alongside classroom learning. Bloomberg School of Public Health faculty sends petition to the Office of the Dean. The Coalition for Advocacy for Non-Tenure-Track Faculty Equity, or CANE, wrote a letter on January 12th calling for the Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health Office of the Dean to address the increasing salary inequity between tenure-track and non-tenure-track faculty salaries. As of February 7th, 224 Bloomberg School faculty members have added their signatures. In 2023, Kane estimates that the pay gap between tenured and non-tenured faculty increased by 7 to 15% in five months. According to Kane, many non-tenured track faculty members take on roles similar to those of tenured track faculty and are more diverse across gender, race, and ethnicity. As a result, the coalition accuses the university of undermining its own goals for inclusion, diversity, anti-racism, and equity, which were established in its 10-for-1 framework released last April. The framework outlines 10 goals that the university aims to achieve by 2030. Goal 4 aims to retain, recruit, and inspire Hopkins faculty and staff. According to the letter, this widened pay gap and lack of response from the administration have affected non-tenured faculty morale. This could later affect productivity and faculty retention. The framework also states that the university wants to ensure that the levels of compensation and professional support enjoyed by our faculty are competitive with those offered in comparable peer programs. The Atlantic cuts ties with SAIS political scientist accused of rape. The Atlantic announced on Sunday, February 4th, that it had suspended its relationship with Hopkins political scientist Yasha Monk after a journalist accused him of rape on social media platform X, formerly Twitter. Maunk is a Stavros Nyarkos Foundation Agora Institute Senior Fellow and an Associate Professor of the Practice of International Affairs at the School of Advanced International Studies. Anna Bross, a spokeswoman for The Atlantic, wrote in a statement on the matter that, We have not published any new work by the freelance contributor since being made aware of the allegation, and we suspended our relationship with the freelance contributor last month when we learned of the accusation. 
Mounk has denied the allegations, writing an ex-post that stated, I am aware of the horrendous allegation against me. It is categorically untrue. As of Tuesday, February 13th, the university has yet to make a statement regarding the rape accusation against Mounk. Don't fall for conservative attacks on higher education. In a recent op-ed, freshman Max Sue describes their perspective on the recent resignation of Harvard President Claudine Gay, writing that the truth of the matter is not complicated at all. Gay was the target of a politically motivated attack launched by right-wing activists who openly proclaimed their goal was to suppress diversity in higher education. Sue notes that it is concerning that those who launched the campaign were able to disguise their intentions under a liberal framework. Sue writes that Gay comes from a wealthy background and that the claim that she is a DEI hire is pure unbridled racism. He adds that DEI programs are not negative, citing evidence that such programs do not result in unqualified candidates being hired. Sue describes the complexity of the response to Gay's performance testifying in front of Congress, where she failed to condemn calls for the genocide of Jews and her accusations of plagiarism. Sue calls for these standards to be applied equally and concludes that, one could argue that these mistakes are unacceptable for a Harvard president, but it is also abundantly clear that she was treated unfairly on the basis of race. Wrap up. As always, here's what to watch and watch for according to our arts section. Watch Love is Blind Season 6. Get ready to meet a whole new cast of singles in the new season of this widely popular dating show where individuals meet and get engaged all without seeing each other's faces. Listen to This Is Me, Now, by Jennifer Lopez. The ninth studio album from pop singer Jennifer Lopez will be released accompanying the film's This Is Me, Now, A Love Story, with title tracks like Dear Ben Part 2 and Midnight Trip to Vegas. We can assume that the album will at least partially be about her marriage to actor Ben Affleck. Read With a Little Luck by Marissa Meyer. This romance novel follows a boy who finds a magical 20-sided dice that grants him good luck only to then lose it at a local music festival. Suddenly bereft of luck, he must try to reclaim all the good fortune he was once granted and grapple with romantic feelings for his best friend. Attend Anna Sokolovic Svadba at the Baltimore Theatre Project this weekend. Sung a cappella and performed in Serbian, this production from the Peabody Chamber Opera follows a bride-to-be celebrating with her friends and family on the night before her wedding. Tickets are $10 for students. Now let's check in with the Blue Jays competing all over the country. This Friday, men's and women's track will compete in the Keough Invitational at Haverford. On Saturday, men's lacrosse will play Loyola in Baltimore, and women's lacrosse will play Duke in North Carolina. Also on Saturday, men's baseball will play Swarthmore in Baltimore. Live video and stats can be found at hopkinsports.com. Go hop! That's all for this episode. Thank you for tuning in. For more in-depth news, you can visit our website, www.jhunewsletter.com, and find print editions of our paper around campus. The Newsletter Podcast is produced by Helen Lacey and Claire Park. Audio production by Harrison Rosenblum. Production support from Yana Mullaney and Abigail Tushman. Thanks again for listening. <laughs>